0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast.
1: Hosted by Elliot Shurr-Parks and Jack Fritz. It's over. Oh, it's over. Oh, Let's, oh, go. Oh, Let's oh, go. Let's oh, go. What, what a day!
2: What a, what a day to wake up, though.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, I mean,
2: look—it's Eagles trade deadline day. Sixers steal the spotlight as normal.
1: Just, just per usual. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, wel- so welcome on in. It is a, a an emergency edition of Clap Your Hands. Uh, I'm sorry this is not done at, at six in the morning. Would have loved to do it then. Would have loved to do it at a.m. seven.
2: Yes. Dude, the, i'm the, not gonna lie so i texted you so first of all shout out to my friend chris that texted me and woke me up for the trade i texted you and i'm like is this dude alive like it's been like an hour since you responded good good time to take off needless.
1: yeah well no so yeah so it's, it's how like having and,
2: a kid was supposed to wake you up early
1: well yeah but he keep, so all right if we're gonna if we want to go all the way back to the beginning of how this all started uh walker somehow was up to like 12 last night because he wouldn't go to sleep so yeah, totally. he knew so, the trade was coming he, he like he's like a like a you know a dog that can sense when a storm is coming <laughs>
2: exactly yes
1: i think walker was like man i, I feel something he's um,
2: the woge sensor or yeah he's got
1: he's, the, Woj he's Woj, got the woge the woge meter um <laughs> so he was just like a party animal last night um yeah. and so he didn't go to bed till late. so he was up and down we were up till like midnight trying to nice, fit, nice. we're trying to finalize his uh costume for for today i woke up at eight like 15 minutes ago and yeah, it's literally. like literally Holy crap! James Harden got traded. Um, I, know, I know. I didn't think this day would ever happen, Elliot. Um, I, I didn't think he was really going to get traded. Uh, I tweeted. We talked about it. Keep James Harden away from this basketball team. It's clear that Daryl Morey finally has some emotional intelligence and uh, and finally gets it. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your first reaction to the trade?
2: So, to your point about the timing of it. I think it's a little interesting that yesterday an anonymous quote comes out via Ramona Shelburne talking about how they don't really know if Harden wants to play here and he doesn't know the plays and now Harden's gone the next day. Gee, wonder 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 who said that. Yeah, I'm not going to do the whole source guessing thing, but Ramona's been pretty good with the Embiid camp. So interesting, (laughs) interesting timing on that. Um, So my initial reaction of the trade is this and... First of all, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody listening that that has been listening to clap your hands. One thing you will realize about me is I am very willing to change my mind and admit when I was wrong. And look, man, like I was the biggest hardened defender in the city amongst the media members. I thought they could win a title with them. I still believe that. But one thing became very clear in the first three games is the star they needed to get with Embiid is Tyrese Maxey. He's the star. He is the number two, 1A, 1B that Joel Embiid needs. And when that became clear, James Harden was no longer needed on this roster. There was no longer a need to hold out to see if you get a Zach Levine, to see if you know another trade becomes available. So my reaction to the trade is, A, I think the timing is absolutely perfect. I did not want James Harden playing basketball on Thursday. I want Tyrese Maxey being the dominant ball guard the 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 you know the, the main offensive facilitator on this team. That now happens because James Harden's gone. That is the biggest part of this trade. If you are talking about the compensation for this trade, you're missing the point. The point is Tyrese Maxey now can be Tyrese Maxey for this team. So in that way, I love it. The drama's gone. You don't have to worry about Harden coming back and being ball dominant. This is a great trade for Tyrese Maxey. In terms of the compensation they got back, They actually got more back than I thought. I mean, there was lots of talks of just of them getting one pick or maybe a one and a two. They got two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a pick swap, plus four players. And we'll get into each of them individually. But ultimately, what this trade allowed to have happen is Tyrese Maxey can be Tyrese Maxey. Joel uh, can know what the roster is going to be like around him. They got draft picks for a future trade if they want to make it. And they got a lot of guys that can shoot. All the guys they traded for. Uh, that are gonna play right away. Uh, Covington, Batum, and Mark Marcus Morris all shoot over thirty percent from three. And KJ Martin's a nice developmental player. So credit to Daryl Morey. I've questioned him throughout this thing. I've wondered if they should fire him all along. He really was just was just doing a great job and, and holding on. So I-, I think that even as a hardened guy, this is a great great trade for the Sixers.
1: Yeah. So um, my, my first my first immediate thing that hit me. Uh, my first first take was how bleep did they not get Norman Powell um yeah like,
2: that's the first text I got from you I think <laughs> yeah.
1: well because like like that's a Norman Powell trade I mean like that's that's something that Norman Powell should have been a part of um I I would have loved him but I'm I'm like I I think that this trade puts the Sixers in the finals I yeah, really do I, I think this is what we wanted. This is what I wanted. I wanted a, a bunch of players around Joel Embiid, around Tyrese Maxey that was not going to take the ball out of Tyrese Maxey's hands. Um, that were just a bunch of freaking NBA players. And what they have now is a bunch of NBA players. And like that's what the Clippers also had the last couple of years. I mean, they had they they always went eight nine deep with with competent mm-hmm. NBA players. But but Kawhi missed a ton of time. Paul George was 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 in and out of the lineup. Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey are here. They're yeah. they're here and they're gonna play. Um, I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that they finally got Marcus Morris. I've been dying <laughs> to have Marcus Morris on the Sixers. How many for...
2: bets have you placed on Marcus Morris?
1: Oh, he is. If you're looking at the Mount Rushmore of 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 <laughs> bets for yeah. me, it's always Marcus Morris three threes. It's always Marcus Morris three threes <laughs> because it's always pretty good odds and he shoots all the time. Um, yeah. And 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 my other pick takeaway. Is it Robert Covington's back? And, like, yeah. if you, yeah. it, 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 this process had to, to start and end with Rocco being a part of this team. I don't I don't care. I, I don't care if he's basically playing, like, 15 minutes, the, not playing much anymore. Robert Covington back on the Sixers is all that I really care about anymore. I'm so happy he's back. Rocco and Bede, this thing finally feels right.
2: Well... Uh- so first, if we're going to blame Spike for Paul Reed, I think we should say that Spike probably made Robert Covington come back, right? Like this is this is Spike written all over it. But from just a strictly vibes perspective, I mean this team, it's exactly what they needed. Like I want Tyrese Maxey to be the face of this team. I want Joel Embiid to be the main guy. Like I want those two leading the way. And with this, you allow that to happen, Covington is going to come in and be a good role player. Batum can uh he can it's shoot. Batum. Can you just say Batum. Batum. Sorry, For I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I knew it. Batum? What He's not, not Batum. woo's and Batum. Those are the two uh the two key parts here. <laughs> Batum. I'll just call him Nick. Nick. All right. Batum can shoot. Uh now I got thrown off. They got shooters. Like they got people to put around these guys that are gonna come in. They're gonna know their role. They're gonna allow basically the team to keep operating as it was. And I am excited about KJ Martin. Granted, I just learned about him like twenty minutes ago. And he's but an expiring. I, he's an ex, well, that's the other part. Good point. All these deals are expiring. They're all they're still gonna have all the cap space. So to your point about wanting uh pal, and I think he would have been a good addition, he was not expiring beyond this year. And it really makes you wonder if Maury just like has something planned here. Like if he is this committed to cap space, if he is this committed to not acquiring anything beyond this year, he must have some type of information or insight although i know he doesn't like to tamper as james harden would tell you
1: we would never tamper no not not this organization
2: exactly never um by the way pj gone happy about that
1: (laughs) yeah you I mean, that. going from Marcus Morris to PJ is uh, is definitely an upgrade, and plus they don't lose like any toughness. Again, no one's oh, gonna yeah. want to fight the Sixers. Like,
2: who yeah, wants I'll to fight? The Sixers? Well, Pat Bev is the new dog. Yeah, Pat Bev's the new dog. But and and Marcus Morris, <laughs> um, and Nicholas Batum as we'll, we'll yep, now call him your your boy Adam, Nicholas Batum. Yeah, yep. always been a big Nicholas Batum guy, but. <laughs> you do wonder with Maury not acquiring any salary beyond this year. And, and by the way, like two first round picks, two second round picks, a pick swap, like he gets a good amount of picks back as well. He must know something like there must be some player he believes he's going to be able to acquire. And so that will happen eventually. I think by day one of next year's season, when they're raising a banner and uh, letting us ring the bell since we saved the Sixers. But when that eventually happens, there will be another star on this team. Like they're getting another bucket boy, Tyrese Maxi, bucket boy. They're going to acquire a bucket boy. So I think you will see a star on this team. But until then, until then, they have enough to win the finals. Man, they do. Like if Embiid and Maxi can be what they what their ceiling is, and I think you're so correct about this. They've put players around them that will that will be able to make the best version of Joel and Maxi. Harden was not going to make that happen anymore. It's Just a reality. I had to accept it. Any other people listening to this that liked Harden had to accept it. That was not going to happen. Oh, who's that?
1: Roster, who, who else is listening? There there was a huge Harden yeah. person. There has to be Go one. Okay, yeah. but,
2: but hey, man, hey, 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 they almost won the final. They almost they won did, the title did. last year with Hart. This so we'll this always, close. We'll always have that. But yeah, I, I think I think this trade allows all of them to be the best versions, uh, or, or by all of them, Joel and Maxi to be the best versions of themselves.
1: Well, I mean, you're talking about the player that they're going to acquire. Um, you know with that cap space i i don't think norman powell should have like deterred that you know okay. i know you want cap space they still have 65 million projected well, um, make
2: 18 so i think the tough thing is they're probably and look maxi's gonna cost a ton this year and mm-hmm. i'm not an nba salary cap expert i barely yet, have the yet. Yet, yet. yes yeah yeah good point good point um but if you're gonna pay maxi I think that the eighteen million for Powell probably does cut in quite a bit to like a max base. Again, that's just my novice opinion. No, that's fine. But, yeah. But so that, look, Maury must know something.
1: Yeah. Well, right? listen, uh, Nor, believe me, Norman Powell is, is strictly selfish by me. Like yeah. it's it's you not got a
2: Morris. Maker- you got Morris. <laughs>
1: it's, it's not a make or break deal. I mean, as you're talking about a star that you think he's going to acquire, or, or the next star going to become available, I mean, this just seems like it's totally aligning to get Siakam, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: you see seriously, you think that's the star?
1: Yeah, he's a free agent yeah. after, after after next year or after okay. this year. Um, he obviously has the Nick Nurse connection and him and Embiid are close. I so mean,
2: Occam, see, first of all, Pat Beverly takes every chance he can to say he's not a dog and he's not someone you want on the wow. team. Like I, I I'm get. Just,
1: the- I'm just trying to. I'm trying to see what. Like, I'm trying to piece this thing together. If he's thinking that he can get a start, I mean, the free agent class next year is not great. I mean, it's not a great free agent class next year. Um. So like, I'm if if there's one player that I know will probably be available, it's Siakam, yeah, that's a good who point. Embiid gets along with, who Nick Nurse obviously coached and and won a title with and won a lot of games with. He's a wing, so you still can let yeah. Maxie bring the ball up. Like he's a name that makes sense. But what what is also kind of sticking out to me here, Elliot. Is think about everything that has happened, um, you know, with eyes on 2024. So he is now freeing up a ton of cap space. They yeah. have assets, um, and Bede's playing for Team USA. I mean, we talked a lot. I mean, we, we talked a lot about is is he going there to be recruited, or is he going yeah. there to be a, point. a recruiter? I mean, think about the stars that are there. You know the stars on the there, money are- he
2: can, the 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 check that Joel can walk into the Team USA locker room with is is going to be a fat one. So another some other Jason stars Tatum's
1: a I- Sixer is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, basically you- Jason
2: Tatum, Anthony Edwards. These are, these are the people that are going to be on the team as a result of this trade. So here's two players I would I would keep an eye on for right now. OG and Anobi. the The Raptors are not going to be good. Uh, there's already speculation out there that he might be moved. You now have the pieces to go acquire him, much like uh, the. Um, the Pascal Siakam like argument you're making, OG Ananobi checks all those boxes too. Played with Nick Nurse, fits well. Nice to Maxi, young player like that. That I, I I personally am not like super huge on him, but I but I do think he's someone that they can go after. But here's the he's other like, stuff. I
1: feel like he's fake good.
2: Like I, I I agree with you on that. But but I think like as the number three. I don't know. I don't think he's a top player. He's never two player, done, he it. He's never done it up there.
1: I mean, if the Raptors are smart, they just try to see what Scotty Barnes is. I mean, Scotty Barnes is is slowly taking a big step forward this year, right? Um, so I mean, they, I mean, their whole team is basically six eight wings. So I know.
2: Well, that's what the Sixers <laughs> are. No, granted, all the Sixers wings are like thirty five years old at this point. But but it's similar, what Nick Nurse is creating. But here here's the other the other star I would keep an eye out on. And shout out to to my friend Kevin who has been beating this into my head for like a month, and I think he might be right donovan mitchell he's in cleveland he's not there's no way he wants to spend the rest of his career in cleveland cleveland certified fake good they're not actually going to accomplish anything donovan mitchell has been to Sixers games he is perfect next to tyrese maxi i i think donovan mitchell like when they trade for a star it is going to be somebody that none of us expected it's not going to be like oh wow they actually got zach levine who i would still do not a star well he's definitely a star but But Donovan Mitchell could be the guy where out of nowhere he becomes available and the Sixers are able to swoop in right away. So I I think Mitchell, Mitchell is someone to look at. OG is someone to look at. Zach Levine is someone to look at. Pascal Siakam, who I would not be super big on, but I would put him on that list too, I guess. Like those are the guys that they now have the ability to get because they've acquired these picks.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: Yeah. Um, Donovan Mitchell, you know, I just I, like with Maxie as, as the as the primary ball handler now. Right. Like, I don't totally know how Mitchell kind of works into that. I mean, well, he, he can, can go get it. Uh, yeah. But like he also kind of thrives with has the ball in his hands. He's he's True. making That's something fair. happen. Drops That's it off to him. like, I mean, he can he can fill it up. And like, I, yeah. I, I well, he's a proven
2: I, playoff performer, too.
1: I just don't love you know you know him and Maxi kind of together there. So um, yeah, I, I just think that I think this totally changes. I think it, it's a it's a landscape defining trade, Elliot. I mean, yeah. not only does it does it help this year, hardens off the team, which I think really like I I think this team's gonna come out like ex- really excited to play on Thursday because Thursday's like
2: gonna be wild. It might be a sellout at this point. It's it is at home, right? I'm not mistaken about that. I believe it's at home, yeah. Yeah, so the, whatever. The next home crowd, I think, is going to be, like, like, Maury might get a standing ovation. Like, if I'm – so, all right, before – Here we go. Everyone, uh, well, well,
1: what, what do I have to do now? I got to get a Maury like,
2: ovation? Yeah, well, I was, yeah, I was, look, I mean, they're doing it in, uh, in Arizona now. <laughs> yeah, okay. everyone's so, trying like, it, yeah. You can just transfer sports. But, so, before every Eagles game, Howie Roseman walks around the field and, coincidentally, just walks by a group of fans that are always, like, you know, Howie, blah, blah, blah. And, like, he interacts with the fans. He takes pictures, whatever. It's his chance to kind of like meet the fans.
1: Oh, well, Darryl... I mean, meet the fans is very cute. It's, it's, it's an ego boost, is what it well, is.
2: Well, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that, his, it's his chance to like feel that, right? Daryl Morey should feel that on Thursday. Daryl Morey should make sure before the game, he like, you know, just happens to linger out onto the court, like fans see him. Maybe at halftime, he walks by, something like that. Because I think, and
1: Has he ever been you, to a Sixers game, real quick? Have, have you ever seen Daryl Morey at a I think he just game?
2: watches on his calculator from the uh, <laughs> from, from his office. But his TI eighty plus. Exactly. I mean, let's not let's not gloss over this fact though. And like, okay. I can see it. A, I could feel it from when we started texting this morning. I can see it in your face right now. Like, fans are going to be just so excited. James Harden's up the team. We have. I have friends. You have friends. Our good buddy James Seltzer is one of these people. That is saying they were not going to watch the Sixers, oh, game, right? Oh, not going to watch the Sixers, oh, game, right? Out, out, not doing it. Couldn't take almost winning a title last year, but now that Harden's gone, like I think you are going to see people check back into this team. And the people that have not been watching the first few games, a we have to decide if from a vibe perspective we want them back. Just something to consider. But the people that have not watched the first three games, and now we're going to watch from here on out you're going to see what this team is. Like, you're going to see how good Maxi is. You're going to see how Joel's been playing awesome these first three games. Like, I just, I think that this is a move that is going to really get fans back in on the team.
1: Yeah, well, um, and it's so funny because obviously you can make the case they're not as good <laughs> with James well, Harden. of course, that's not, yeah. the- <laughs> it's but, not, it's not the point of this. Yeah, I just, and, and I hope they do. Like, I, I, listen, I'm not in the camp of like, they need a clean slate and start all over. But this is the first time I've like really believe that there's more than just like, that there's something different. And I think Nick nurse is a, is a huge component of that. I think Nick nurse um, as as we've seen so far throughout um, you know, the the first three games, possibly a, a difference making coach, and yeah. now, like, again, the thing that I have thought has has just completely sunk this team the last couple of years is that they didn't have enough NBA players. They didn't have enough competent NBA players. And now they just have so many, like so many. Yeah. Um, like Batum. By the way, Batum. There you go. Um, Batum. Batum. He is – he's just like – he's just – he's been a, around forever, and he's always been just solid. He's never going to wow you. He's like – he's sort
2: of Toby. He's like – He's like an older, bigger Toby, a French he's, version. Isn't he French? Am I wrong about this? I think I like so.
1: He is. But yeah. he's not – he's never going to He's never gonna really impress you. You just have to hope that he hits a corner three. Like, that's Nicholas Batum, and he's oh. not going to kill you. He's not going to kill you out there. Like, he's going to be a solid player, but he's not going to kill you. Um, so like a
2: taller PJ in a lot of ways, too. Like, I don't well, know from a personality perspective, but he'll just stand in the corner, and hopefully his shot isn't <laughs> as painful to watch as a PJ Tucker. It would. is not.
1: It is not. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Morris is someone who they can – I wonder if they start him in the four spot, but I
2: was going to ask you. All right. So obviously Harden not starting on Thursday. What would your starting lineup be? Because Maxi's going to start. I think Melton still starts. Uh, Obviously Embiid starts Tobias still starts. Do you move Oubre into the starting lineup? Do you start Covington? I really like Oubre coming off the bench. I would like keep that role for him. I don't think moving him into the starting role is, is the move right now. Although he might be their third best player. Would you put Covington in there? Would you start uh, Batum? Like, what would what would your lineup be? So um, writing it down. M- I like the uh, the commitment here to figuring it out.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just making sure I'm, I don't sound like an idiot. Um, yeah. And, that is the and goal
2: just, of this pod. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my starting five, my starting five would be Maxi Melton, uh, Toby Batum, and Bede. So okay. that I can have. Toby I can, have, I can have Morris. I can have. Beverly, I can have Ubre, um, you know, I can have them coming off the bench and just giving me like a, a real solid bench unit. And then, yeah. you know, Batum basically just takes the, the, the PJ role, which is stand in the corner, move the basketball, play some solid defense, don't have to ask you to do too much. Um and it's even at Toby the three, like Toby's a, a pretty fine like he's never been like cooked yeah, by, uh, by by larger wings, so yeah, I, I I'm not in the camp of of you know start Oubre I, yeah, I would
2: I, Oubre needs off the bench.
1: He is a a strict off the bench guy. Um, but yeah, I'm going I'm going Maxi Melton,
2: Toby Batum, and, and Embiid. All right, so I would go Maxi Melton, and then I think I would start Covington. I would bring Batum off the bench, obviously Embiid, and then Toby. In terms of the 3-4, like, I don't really know or care what the difference is in there in terms of starting. So, I would, you know, if you want to start Toby at the 4, whatever. But I think those would be my two starting forwards. I like Batum coming off the bench more. I like Morris coming off the bench more. Honestly, you could almost convince me to start Morris and bring Covington and Batum off the bench. But to your point, like, whoever the starting five is going to be, Think about what this bench is right now. Like you're gonna have two of the three of Covington, Batum, and Morris coming off the bench. KJ Martin coming off the bench. Pat Beverly coming off the bench. Ubre coming off the bench. Um, Furcon, if they ever let him play, coming. Daniel off the bench. House. Yeah, Daniel House. Yeah. Well, the other disappointing part of this. Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer. Phillip with an F gone, yep. unfortunately. Oh, Paul Reed, the one who, you know, who we're out. We're good. Out. No, we're fine. Yeah. We're Mo right. Bamba. So they do have a lot of different options uh, to come off the bench. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Nick Nurse does. And the other part of this, to your point about how Nick Nurse can be a difference maker, they have a lot of options now. And I think... Oh, yeah. They never had a ton of options with the Doc Rivers roster. Like it wasn't as deep as this, but it didn't matter if they had options because Doc Rivers was just going to play who he was going to play. I think Nick Nurse is going to be willing to try a bunch of different things with this group. And when you have this amount of like options, Nick Nurse is, it's going to be exciting to see what he does. Well, and,
1: and it helps them, it really helps them get through 82 games. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like Morris, Covington, and Batum, they're, not, they're, essentially the same player like toby's yeah, kind of I, like I agree yeah like they're all like they're not obviously they're all, all the same, 30
2: they're, plus they all kind of are the same size and they all shoot threes like they're all like kind the, of those guys yeah They're all sort of the same player yeah. um but like know the, the offensive system they'll run with them yet we're we gonna break the
1: uh the uh, yeah well yeah <laughs> the of
2: nba offensive system would be is
1: yeah, yeah. bucket boy um that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's, that's strictly <laughs> it that, that's what they're gonna do um yeah. But but like you know, let's say they want to just you know give Morris a night off, give one of these guys like, to keep them as fresh as possible. Like they have a bunch of bodies that can just rotate in and out. And um, I do wonder, I wonder if we see like if 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 Paul Reed continues to struggle. Um, I mean, well,
2: no more Paul Reed threes now that you no, have way more three point shooters. Zero.
1: I wonder. I wonder if they make like Batum the small ball five or. Yeah like they go really I mean, small
2: more, I feel like Morris can do it.
1: Morris could probably do it. I mean Rocco did uh <laughs> yeah I mean, when the Yeah. No, Yeah. No, no, no. He was he was a small ball five for the Rockets, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean Rocco, a deflection king. Um yeah. It, yeah, yeah, he, I I I can't believe he's actually back. Like It's so funny. It is he has to
2: go back to his original number, right? Does anyone have his number? 33? No, there, thirty-three. Thirty-three no was his number, but I'm thinking on the Sixers' current roster, I don't know if anyone has it.
1: But. I don't think thirty-three is exactly hot in the streets. You know no. What I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, it's the Andrew Bynum. That's what he had too, right?
1: Um, I just I'm so so happy Robert Covington is back. He was my favorite Sixer during the process. Oh, like, Philip
2: had thirty-three. So. Perfect. That's Problem why they. Had, that's why they had to do the
1: trade. They had to yes. do the trade because they had to get uh, Roko's number. I just he is he is so quintessential and brings back such good memories yeah. of when Sixers basketball was in its purest form. And I know people listen to this podcast would be like Ah, nineteen eighty three or <laughs> or two thousand one. Yeah, like
2: Andre Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Andre Miller. yeah,
1: P- pure pure Sixers basketball when it was like look at look how cute they are and look right at, look how look how fun no expectations. Jack's era Jack's era of Sixers I mean when they win it's like bad Sixers you know there was nothing well, better there was nothing better during the Rocco era of the Sixers Elliot than when they would be just close enough and then they lose they play hard And then Harrison Barnes would make a corner three and they would lose to the the 73 win Warriors team. Well, that's what Roko represents.
2: Hopefully he represents more than that now as a, as a winner. But, but in all seriousness, like there is something poetic about the Sixers first title coming with the two players that are probably the face of the process, right? Like Embiid has to be obviously the face of it. And who else besides Covington? Like Ben Simmons a little maybe, but I kind of don't think he does. Mm
1: Nope. 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 0 oh for 3. 0 oh for 3.
2: Over there. Okay. They have Tony
1: one. No. Mm. They have one okay. trade left. They have one trade left. They got to bring me TJ. They got <laughs> like to. They, they, they need a backup point guard. That if you I'm want someone that. You. If you need someone that can just run the offense. The good I mean, can you imagine if they
2: actually brought back TJ? Dude, why wouldn't they? I
1: mean, the Pacers sort of yeah, stink. I mean, I watched. Score I'm, I watched like pretty much their whole game last night. I don't think TJ got in. Um.
2: He's just bring
1: the boy home. Ben Simmons got benched in a playoff series for T.J. McConnell. I mean, who could forget <laughs> yeah, that?
2: He did, man. There's a lot of a lot of bad process. man. that wasn't really process. I guess no, that was that was, was that was a that was a legit
1: funny. playoff series, man. T.J. McConnell, yeah. bring him home. Bring him home. Um, I, I do want to point out, Elliot, um, all the things that we have done since we have uh taken over the reins as the number one yeah, Sixers so let's podcast. let
2: how we how we're fixing the Sixers.
1: So we got Embiid on, on Team USA. We did that, that. That was
2: really on by us too. That was
1: like broke during a podcast. <laughs> um, did, yeah. Daryl Morey listened to the pod and and said we got to get James Harden out of here because Absolutely. because the the two people who are known for holding the Sixers most accountable, you and I. Yeah. Um, well, and I've always
2: been big on trading James
1: Harden. <laughs> and it's always been something that you believe. Oh, in.
2: It's always been my
1: point. It's always been say hey, you got to get whatever you can for him, um, and. Overall, we just completely, yeah, have changed, the, we've, we, we've completely changed the. We 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 completely changed the the vibes around the team. I mean, the vibes around the team have completely changed, and I, and I think I think by having James Harden off the team, having more competent NBA players, having Embiid being able to just like be Joel and Embiid again, yeah. um, and and letting Tyrese Maxi develop, like I would have rather had this than trade him for a Levine or trade him for a, well, a DeRozan. Like they 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 have, dude. We, like if you go up and down the roster. I mean, this is their this is their nine right now, and this is not counting some of the other people that are going to play. But yeah. Embiid, Batum, Toby, Melton, Maxi, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Pat Bev, and Kelly Oubre. I mean, that's like a legit, legit NBA team. And I, best, I just think that nine in the East, when you when you get into these playoff series and you get into these bigger games, and like you always have seen the Sixers kind of turtle up and, and fail. Um, against the 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 Celtics and against the Bucks. Yeah. Well, it's because the I always feel like the Bucks and the Celtics they just had way more dudes, and yeah, their dudes were dudes. Giannis was a dude, and and Tatum would be a dude, even though Tatum like in that playoff series last year was weird as well. And Agreed. Jalen Brown, Jalen had, Brown had finals too. Jalen Brown, I never tr- Like I never fully trust. Like the Sixers now have a, a rotation that is legitimately nine deep. They are emphasizing what matters the most, which is Maxian and Embiid. And they filled around them a bunch of competent, competent NBA players. And well, P.J. PJ Tucker not being here is a big deal, too, because he was a complete zero I on agree. offense.
2: Yes. And, yeah, I agree with that. But let's look at this, too. So, one of the, in a lot of ways, the Sixers' biggest opponent is their past playoff failures. Like, that's what they carry with them when they go into the playoffs. Think about the team that lost to the Hawks in seven. Like, the Ben Simmons passed a game. Tyrese Maxey basically wasn't part of the team. I know he was there, but he wasn't really playing. Melton wasn't part of the team, if I'm mistaken. I'm not mistaken, right? Patrick Beverly wasn't here. Covington wasn't here. Mobamba wasn't here. Uh, Ubre wasn't here. Marcus Morris wasn't here. Danny House Jr. wasn't here. Jaden Springer wasn't here. KJ Martin wasn't here. Nicholas Batum, Batum wasn't here. Like the roster that had the biggest playoff failure is no longer really here. Like this is a different team that is going to be playing the rest of the season. They're led by Maxie, who wasn't a dominant personality in that playoff series. Yes, Joel is always going to have that with him. Absolutely. Like, he is, in many ways, the face of all this. But the team that we think of as second-round losers, the team that we think of that has lost so many times in the playoffs, is not this team. Like, the roster is 80% different than that roster. And I think, I mean, the head coach is different. Like, that alone is a big deal. So, I just think that the, the burden that this team has had to deal with is no longer there because of this trade in a lot of ways. And it will be like, I know they have to get out second round, all those things, blah, blah, blah. But the players that struggled, the players that the fans think of as second round losers, James Harden, not here. Doc Rivers, not here. Ben Simmons, not here. Like a lot of those guys are not here anymore. And I think that's it's a massive deal heading into, uh, look, it feels like the playoffs should start next week. But heading into... Well, they are two and one. Well, at least yeah. we,
1: oh, we have the NBA Cup. We have the NBA Cup. Thank That's God. Right. Well, uh,
2: they're winning the NBA Cup. We already know that. No, so there's so winning.
1: there's only two teams that are, are really going to win the NBA Cup. It's either the Sixers or LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> like, agree,
2: agree. Yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right about that. LeBron is meant to have the Mickey Mouse ring for the Lakers and now the NBA cup on his resume. And do he's gonna think, say that,
1: that cements me as the greatest player of all time. Do you
2: think like when you ta- when LeBron's inducted the hall of fame, they'll list the NBA cup among, among his accomplishments if he wins it.
1: So as a LeBron guy, I hope not. I really, <laughs> okay. I, I, I really, <laughs> but If
2: it's Joel, well, I need it. I need it listed.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I do want to take, um, I, I know we, we kind of touched on this in the beginning. Uh, but I, I I've been thinking about it a lot as we've been going on here um like the team now I think is in a much better spot I think I think yeah. the sixers finally feel healthy which i've I've wanted them to, to be Good for point. a little while um you know I think the the Eagles in 2020 they had to get healthy I mean they, yeah. not from the standpoint of like player health but organizationally it's they a great had point. to had to get healthy. I didn't think they were that. I know we look at Howie now. We're like, oh, he's the GOAT. Everyone hated Howie. Everyone hated Howie. In <laughs> no, not me. Not I was, you. I, know, I was the lone defender. You were. And James Harden and
2: Howie, two people I went to bat for.
1: Yeah, you finally got one right. Um, yeah. but, the, but the Eagles as an organization had to get healthy. I thought they were a little dysfunctional. There was a lot of Jeff Lurie stories. There was a lot of he's meddling, he's involved, yeah. this, that. The Phillies had to get healthy. The Phillies had Matt Klantzak, Andy McPhail, who would just sit on his – Andy McPhail would just sit in his office and watch Netflix all day. That's nice. all he would do. That's a, what a what a hire. Um yeah. But but he they got rid of him and they brought in Dave Dombrowski and and the Phillies are now a, a healthy organization. Not gonna talk about what happened in game six and seven. But <laughs> they are they are they are moving in the right direction. Yes. The Sixers now, I feel like this has just completely resetted them. It, I, if I'm in Bede, I wake up excited today. Um, and I think the Sixers now, with all this talk of, of you know, dysfunction and no one's be there and everyone's leaving and whatever, this trade, getting out from that, having Nick Nurse here, watching Maxi turn into a star, and really, for as excited as I am about this, the rest of the season and, and seeing them, I think, finally get out of the second round, like I think that's going to happen this year. I do too. Um I am now back in on the future of the Sixers because now with this trade it does open up more trade or you know trade assets and they have to be playing something with the amount of cap space they freed up. So like this is just a from a from a resetting the organization standpoint. They have cap space, they have draft picks, they have Maxi and Embiid, they have a bunch of NBA players. Now we go. And when I thought this, this thing was gonna have maybe like three years left, or maybe even two, like and might ask yep. out after this year. One. Yeah. This extends that. And I, I think we have I think I think now it's 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 about the next five years of Sixers basketball, which I think is 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 a good thing.
2: So I'm saying this in all seriousness. I think that's the best point that's been made on the pod today. Like this trade, think about the times where we would look at the Sixers and go, they have no picks. They're in salary cap hell. They're way over the cap. They have a a bunch of bad contracts. That's almost over. Like at the end of this season, they will have a ton of picks. They will have a young star in Tyrese Maxey. They have a ton of cap space. So to be able to your point about the Eagles in 2020 is correct. The Eagles had to fall down. I mean, then the Carson thing happened and they traded him and all that, but they, it took them like probably two years to reset things in terms of adding young talent, getting draft picks, um, finding their quarterback, finding their head coach. The Sixers are going to essentially rebuild and reset while still being a title contender. And things could change. Like, again, it's only three games into the season, but your point about them restocking the cupboard is so true. Like, they still have Embiid, they still have Maxi, but now they have the assets to build beyond this year. The window that felt like it was closing now feels like it's as open as it's been in a really long time because Ben is in here, because Toby's about to be off the books. They have a new head coach you can believe in. They have a young star. It's been so long. I mean, when's the last time we felt this way? I guess it would have been when Joel and Ben were like still getting started. Like Ben was drafted number one. You were excited about Joel. Well, they I had mean, all they. Those assets. Dude, they
1: uh, I mean, they were set up pretty cake. I mean, they, they, they were. Had,
2: they were. Yeah.
1: They had a million picks. They had a, They had two max slots. Like they royally screwed this whole thing up.
2: But that's but, kind of where they are now, right? They, they're going to have a ton of cap space they have maxi who i know is not like a draft pick but he's worth i don't know three first round draft picks like they kind of are where they were at the B- they literally have covington number one so they kind of are where they kind of are where they were at the beginning of the process except maybe better off i think that's an interesting question like would you rather be the sixers now or the sixers back then other than like Joel's age obviously factors into this but i think they have a better coach i think they have a better star next to Embiid. They have all these draft picks. They're not as valuable as the draft picks they had before, for sure. But they have all the lot draft picks, and they have all the cap space. So they're they're kind of right where where they were.
1: Yeah, I just
2: we did it. We did it. It only um, took I, us five pods.
1: I'm really happy. Like I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I agree. I'm, Thir- I can't
2: I'm, wait for Thursday night. I can't wait. And I mean, look, it's my birthday. So I like Thursday night watching the Sixers. How else would you rather spend your uh your your birthday? Your 40th birthday. Yep. Happy yes, birthday, Elliot. 42nd birthday. Thank you. <laughs>
1: 40th birthday. Um yeah, I think I think I think today's a great day for for the Sixers franchise and I, and I think it's something that um we're going to look back on as as the day that Daryl Morey saved the Sixers. And there it is. um and I think that, you know, um I, cuz I've been on me personally with Morey, I was so excited when they got him. I thought he was brilliant. I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is going to this is going to change the course of this franchise." And he's just been so like like the last couple off seasons, been like mid. No, just no interesting trades, just yeah. bringing in old rockets, not having really a, a an emotional feel for the basketball team. I I just could not believe he was as bad <laughs> as he was performing. I mean, this might be this might be his Howie trade, like yeah. where where Howie in twenty twenty one was not super well liked. The Rager thing happened, um, you know, Carson. Carson, but, yeah. People but, wanted to pick since, Carson over Howie. Since then, Howie has put together a, a Hall of Fame level resume. Um, and I just, I I hope, I hope that this is the thing that, that we now let Ma- Maury, like, freaking cook and, and turned yeah. into the Daryl Morey that was one of the best executives in in, in in basketball and one of the most sought after executives in basketball. Like hopefully now with all the cap space that he has, the draft assets that he has, now go be Daryl Morey. I think when he got here, he was kind of, he was kind of tied, you know, his hands behind his back. Yeah. Doc was here. Toby was under contract. Ben didn't want to play. Like he walked into a tough situation. I don't think people. Yeah. Uh, I think they don't talk about enough with him. Mm. Um, now, now that's, over i mean it's a it's a clean slate at this point
2: well let me um, ask you this um yeah. how will uh, so the the james harden ben simmons trade twofold question because because about Morey, you're right like that was so far the defining trade of maury's career as a sixer has been the decision to trade hold on to ben simmons and trade it for james harden and now this this is the next one right this is like in if you want to use eagles terms like the ben simmons james harden thing like that was how we trading for carson and that worked out for a little bit and now we have the next defining trade, which is trading Carson. When you think about that trade and you think about James Harden time with time with the Sixers, like, how will you remember it? I mean, we're we're almost 40 minutes in the pod. Like, we barely even talked about James Harden, which is maybe appropriate. But like, how will it's you remember? appropriate. How will you remember Harden's time with the Sixers?
1: Well, I remember him uh, completely folding in, what, game five of the Heat series where he
2: just – That does feel like, the de- in some ways, the defining moment.
1: Well, it was like – well, and then he's doing a Who whole like – When he said, he, you know, the ball never got back to me, it's like, dude, you're the point guard. <laughs> what, yeah. are what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, like I'll never forget uh, – <laughs> I'll never forget Harden on Christmas day when he had five threes and, yes. and it's the Knicks <laughs> and, I, you bet that. and I bet that that day. It was a great Christmas. <laughs> Make the, put the banner up. Merry Christmas to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's ultimately going to be like, listen, I, I don't fault him for making that trade. I would have made that trade too. I think we all would have made that trade. You take a shot on James Harden, you know, the DNA is most likely a loser bill. Um, yeah. Yeah. but it's James Harden and, and it's the best chance for, for that team to win a title it just didn't work out. I mean, it didn't work out. And I'm so you know, one thing that's not being talked about with Maury is like, dude, like thanks for not signing him to a two year, you, three year deal. Good at, point. at huge money. Good point. Like he, this he doesn't get moved today if he signs that deal, obviously. And I think that would have tanked the franchise. And 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 listen, Daryl Maury completely ruined his relationship with James Harden. I th- I don't think that's gonna be patched up
2: anytime. I was thinking about that this morning. Like he did trade him to the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I mean, he ultimately he only missed did him, three him a game. solid.
2: He did him a he, solid. Like, I don't know. I know.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. You didn't lie to him in this instance. I just want to see him uh, be friends again. I like friends. Yeah. Do you think that Mori's going to deliver his uh, Hall of Fame induction? I mean, that would be... <laughs>
2: yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, that would... I mean, that,
1: that seems would like a perfect... That like.
2: That we all know like that's going to be like PJ or somebody like yeah.
1: that. Um, but, like, he didn't give him that contract. And he, he stood by... I think he's a, d- a diminished player, and he is. Yeah. He was a diminished player. He's not the same James Harden. Um, and ultimately, like, I'll look back at the James Harden era as, as a footnote in what turned into the best run in, in, in franchise history.
2: So, I will definitely remember the James Harden era like fondly. I know it disappointing. I know was disappointing at the end. Like, and I there was the Miami thing, but let's not overlook the fact. James Harden dropped 42 points in game one in Boston It hit a game. Dude, you
1: sound, captive. you sound Stood like back. that. Remember, I know, but hold on. You sound like that Carson Wentz account. They would tweet out, <laughs> yeah. if your quarterback, that's if fair. your quarterback that's had a million <laughs> yeah. interceptions in this, yeah, like that's Carson no friends, Wentz. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates <laughs> him. But in all seriousness, like that is what? A top eight, like Sixers playoff performance of all time. He then did it again in game four. Like it sucks how it, it, it ended for sure. And I do believe that he was lied to about something. I do believe yeah. him on that, but, but I'm happy. He's gone. Like, I'm just happy. He's gone. Like there is, there is well, a I fresh feel like it has
1: to be, it has thing. to be freeing for you, right? Like you have oh, to be like a, a, me, yes. a weight has been lifted off. Your shoulder. You don't have to keep, <laughs> yes, you don't have yes. to keep trying to prop up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like this from, from a,
2: my personal content perspective, happy to see him go, but, but in all, in all seriousness, like there is such a freshness to him being yes. gone. The James yes. Harden era had moments, but it was not fun. Last uh-uh. season was a better team than people give him credit for, but it was the definition of waiting for the playoffs in the playoffs, like the painful playoff games, the the feeling in my heart of like everyone being like knowing they were right and I was wrong, like cause I bought into the team, right? Like so there's just such a, a freshness with Harden being gone that I think what I'll remember about Harden is the highs, but the lows were just so painful. They were just so painful, and, and I, I think it'll be good for Joel and the fans to like move on from Harden being a face of this team.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll never forget obviously the 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 debut against the Timberwolves where they were just passing the ball all over the place and looked like yes, the, uh, yeah. the the Showtime Lakers. Well, and we know at-
2: Harden's going to have a great first game with the Clippers, right?
1: Always, it's all like, he does. Yeah. Yeah. What,
2: like, what would you bet the over on? Like twenty five plus, like eight yeah. assists. Like he's going to have a first good game, but ultimately the Clippers Tripped will up. not win everything. The Sixers have a better chance of winning the title than the
0: Clippers do.
1: Which was which is a more defining game of the last five years of Sixers basketball? The the game seven where Ben didn't dunk, or game six where they completely folded against the Celtics.
2: So I'll be completely honest, like game six against the Celtics hurt way more. Like yes. I will, when I'm like 50, so in, I don't know, like two years, like, like I God. will, I will be remembering the pain of like being in the stadium for that one more than I'll remember the Ben one. Um, I, almost, I almost, I almost, I la- think I laughed. Laugh.
1: I think I laughed at the Ben one. I was like, of course he did that. Like, right. like, of course he did that.
2: Well, and I think with the, by the time the Ben thing happened, it just was like, they had blown so many leads. Like, it just felt like, like this is happening. I feel like with game six, I believed up until like the very end. And so it was just, it was more painful. I thought walking into the stadium that day, like they're like, this is going to happen. I remember like with five or six minutes ago, being like, I can't believe me. And my friends are going to get to celebrate this, but like, the Ben thing, I do believe, will be viewed in Sixers, like the Pantheon. Like it will be viewed as a bigger deal, I think, just because the play itself is so defining. Where with the Sixers, it's more of a, a total loss. And I think people will remember game seven more than game six.
1: Well, oh, game seven, Bryce Harper is fighting the Rockies in the middle of game seven. So, yeah. Minute, so it, yeah, it, it was...
2: <laughs> that, that, that's what you remember. Yeah. That's Bryce Harper, uh,
1: Flyers guy, by the way. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, would have preferred them playing in Game Three of the World Series last night, but at least he's at the hockey game. Yeah, we'll talk um, about two
2: extra positions. They're either going to be playing in Game Three of World Series or watching a Flyers game.
1: Excited to be here. All right, um, yeah,
2: right. and then with that, Jack needs to go back to sleep.
1: No, I'm all good. I'm uh, I'm up. We're gonna have a great Halloween with Walk. Um, yeah, that's right. You got to dress do, him up as uh,
2: like. Do you do you uh, do you pivot on the costume? Like, is there a bit to be had here? Do you dress him up as like Daryl Morey? Do you dress him up as Covington, like the ghost of James Harden? Like, come on, let's get creative here.
1: Well, he's seven months, so uh, he's very, very small, so
2: But he also has no idea what's happening, so you don't have to fight back on him like wanting to change his costume.
1: Well, how about this? Um, well, he is going as as uh, a popcorn bowl, so we we're nice. we we're putting popcorn on his uh, on a, on a little. Uh, beanie last night Gonna be um to, to, to put on his head um but we could also spin that as get your popcorn ready and six there years you go back.
2: there you go here's what you do ready and jill will not let you do this and i completely understand you no. should write down like 2026 oklahoma city first round pick on a yeah. little onesie he can be well hey the last
1: time they got a first round pick from the okc thunder turned into Tyrese maxi shout out to mike muscala <laughs> there you just go just saying just saying um all right elliot uh put put a bow on this one for 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 all the people out there yeah
2: i think i think today is a day sixers fans should be really really excited about i can't wait for thursday night i'm excited that tyrese Maxey gets to keep being tyrese Maxey. there will be lots of talk about the assets the players they got back joel all that This is about Tyrese. Tyrese Maxey is going to be a superstar. He has played like a superstar. He is the superstar that they trade that they wanted to trade for to get with Embiid. I'm excited. This trade happened. All I wanted all along when I defended Harden, when I defended the Sixers is I wanted people. And it's because I felt this way to realize they are title contenders. And I think now with this roster, they are title contenders. And I hope that people jump in and see that. And it's a good day for the Sixers franchise. I think the way you put it is, is so true. This is a reset for this team. They have picks. They have stars. They have cap space. They go to, once again, being one of the teams in the league that everybody else wants to be. Daryl Morey was correct. There are a lot of teams that would trade situations with the Sixers, and I think that's even more so true now. So, great day for the Sixers.
1: So, uh, full disclosure, I just I just saw the, the report that Furkan requested to be in the trade, and so both teams said no. Space. That might
2: be fake, but that is an amazing tweet. That is an amazing tweet. <laughs> Poor guy can't get traded. <laughs>
1: he just is stuck here, man. Yeah, he is yeah. absolutely stuck here. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I think today is going to be the day that we look back on, you know, five years from now, and we say the, the day that the course of the the franchise changed. Um, yeah. You know, they went from Loserville, USA, to. You know finally getting this thing right and, and being put together, and even if they don't win the title this year, I, I think they're gonna get out of the second round and we'll, and we'll see what happens. I, I, I trust this team way more than I've, than I've liked them in years past.
2: Trust the Sixers, always. Oh, that
1: um, they're, they're, they're gonna get another star next to Maxi and Embiid. They have cap space, they have draft picks. It's a massive, massive win for Daryl Morey, and uh, I'm proud of him. I mean, he could have held on to him, he could have, but I he finally showed emotional intelligence and said, "This team has something. Let's let them cook." And yeah. uh, and, and I'm proud of Daryl I'm for that. So Should big end day for the,
2: the episode with a clap as well.
1: Well, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we will. Real quick, we'll be back Thursday post game after what I'm sure is going to be a a big big Sixers win. Um, and it's going to be uh, just just put the past in the
2: past. And, and believe in the same A in the past. We're here now. Time for the future. It's time for the break Broco's back. Broco's back.
1: Um, have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you Thursday after the game. This has been
2: Bye <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody.